Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man show. Stand the Joke Man talking here. You know, if the show serves a purpose, I want to try to help people where I can. This is really an insignificant list to some, but to others, hey. Um, you know the Mr. Clean Magic Erasers you can buy at Wally World or just damn near any store these days? Yeah, boy, they sure do come in handy, don't they? Well, leave it to the uh, dumb shits of America to fuck it up and... I'm not picking on Americans in general. I'm talking about the actual organization that I believe exists in this country. Dumb shits of America. They can't even use a magic eraser without fucking it up. Yeah, did you know you could fuck up with magic erasers? I didn't either, but apparently you can because of this group. Okay? They have found a way to... Yeah... Hey, bicycle helmet, can you not do shit without making it a problem? Don't you hate these kind of people? Well, it's because of these people, Mr. Clean has decided to come out with a list, which I have, of seven things you should never do with a magic eraser, dumbass. One, don't use them dry. It's a simple instruction. All you have to do is add a little water to them and they work great. But you'd be amazed how many dumb shits are out there using these things dry. Man, I gotta tell you, I like these magic racers. I know, I've been watching you wipe the table down for 10 minutes. You're breaking a sweat. Hey, Tom Selleck, I dare you, I double dare you to wax or wash your eye rock with a magic eraser. <laughs> I mean, after all, the second they get wet, they pretty much become 3,000 gray grit sandpaper and they're going to take the fucking paint right off. Well, God damn. Son of a fucking bitch. Shit. In other words, don't ever clean bird poop from your vehicle with a magic eraser. Any moisture and off comes the paint. These are uh, Mr. Clean's suggestions, things you should never do with a magic eraser. All right. Don't use them to clean delicate countertops. Well, fuck you, Mr. Clean. Is your ball-headed honky Montel Williams wannabe ass in the fucking cleaning business or not? If I got a table that needs to be clean, you're telling me to not buy Mr. Clean. All right, kiss my ass. Or are you just prejudiced against my delicate tables or my delicate countertops or whatever the fuck they are? I don't know what they are, but you know what? Maybe they don't want you touching them, you piece of shit. It's not a good idea to wipe down your pots and pans with magic erasers, folks. No. No, you don't you don't use magic erasers to clean your cutlery and your cookware. Ever. And I'm not saying that you do, but if you get roaches, do you spray your pots and pans down with Raid? Huh? You know, you don't want roaches getting on the skillet before you prepare your husband a hamburger. Just make sure you keep the poison control center number on the refrigerator, okay? Don't use magic erasers to polish the exterior of your stainless steel pots and pans either. 
because even the exterior, it'll take the sheen off the stainless steel. Don't do that. A little bit of moisture and it turns into 3000 gray grit sandpaper and it does remove the sheen that is around stainless steel to protect it. Yeah. So no, no bad. What the fuck can you use magic erasers on? I don't get it. This is their damn list of the magical pain in the ass you can't use on anything. Um, let's continue. Mr. Clean's magic eraser no-nos. Uh, don't use them on anything without spot testing first. Wait, that was your job. You told us not to use them on the car and the pots and pans. We got that shit. Now you're putting it on us to test it on everything else? Don't use them on your kid's eyes, they say. There are people out there that have to be told that. Yeah. Let's not use the cutting torch to go after the ward on your kid's foot. Or, or removing the cheap blue whore equate eyeshadow you bought at Skaggs. Yeah, the only Skaggs still in business while well, they're going out of business and... You dove into the clearance bin and you know, grabbed all the eyeshadow you could. Now you can't get the shit off your face unless you use something like a magic eraser or turpentine or gasoline or something like that. What'd you put that shit on your face for? Not smart. You got to accept communion in 30 minutes. <laughs> Hairspray witch. Hey. <laughs> Might I recommend a magic eraser? Try that. Oh, yeah, you can hardly see it anymore. Now you don't have to go to mass. We got to go to the hospital. And the reason of his latest flame. He talked and talked, and I heard him say that she had the longest, blackest hair, the prettiest green eyes anywhere. Speaking of the hospital, unfortunately, paramedics were unable to get a pulse before they transported Lisa Marie Presley, 54 years old, to the hospital yesterday. She's pretty much dead on arrival after suffering what they believe to be a cardiac arrest. I don't know anybody's really going to know until we, um, you know, get that medical examiner report. Everybody around Lisa Marie Presley, at least leading up to her death, were noticed Lisa Marie's rough appearance. I mean, she appeared at the uh, Golden Globes recently, and people had to say things about that because, well, for the love of God, she was struggling on the red a, carpet. A wonderful night for Elvis. Yes, I hope so. And have you gotten to know Austin Butler a little bit? Yeah, I, I'm going to grab your arm. Yes. Um, a lot, a lot, actually. I adore him. I'm not going to harp on this and beat it to death because it's really sad. Lisa Marie was, she was born into a bunch of shit just like we all are. Shit we didn't ask for, shit we didn't want, but we're born into it just the same. And we're at the mercy of our parents. But before you start stomping all over parents who try, be fucking thankful they tried. They were struggling, too. They were really young. You got to remember, they were trying to work shit out. Chances are they didn't have a pot to piss in. They were struggling, too, so give them a break. But never, ever give them a pass.
And what I mean by that is if they struggle and things are rough and you may not have every fucking thing you want, so be it. That doesn't make them bad parents. On the contrary, you've got good parents. They're doing their best. Give them a break. The assholes who don't show up at all because they use hard time as an excuse to not take care of you. Yeah, those are the ones you never get a pass because they're chicken shit. Back to Lisa Marie, she went on to talk about how the death of her son is, you know, pretty much haunted her every single day. And it was impossible for her to get over. Um, Benjamin was his name and he committed suicide a couple of years ago. Lisa Marie, I think her heart just broke and died. And I think she is ready to roll. My question is, where the fuck is Priscilla? is Priscilla and all this? Hey, you have shit going on in your family, Priscilla. Did you notice? Where the hell are you? Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. Oh my God, she's still screwing Frank Drebin? What is he, like 130 now? Oh, what's she? Oh, she's in her 70s. One more thing on Elvis, and we'll move on. Um, Boz Luhrmann's Elvis on uh, HBO Max, and uh, that's where I saw it anyway. I started watching it last night. Lisa Marie said before she died that was her most favorite Elvis bio, biopic. She said uh, it was the most accurate about who her dad really was, how he grew up. Oh, you'll be shocked, Elvis fans everywhere. I highly recommend you watch it, the Baz Luhrmann, or Baz Luhrmann's Elvis movie. Tell you, when Elvis was a kid, he was fucking wowed by what he saw on the Delta. I love the Delta. My wife and I spent a week down there, and yeah, I spent time at Riverside Hotel. I've embraced the beautiful Zelina, who refuses to shake hands. She's a beautiful woman, and I really love her. I have sat on the very bed the dear old Bessie Smith passed away on. I, Zelina, if you ever hear this, I hope, I hope it doesn't upset you, but I'm going to tell the John Jr. story. This little bitty hotel, Johnny Lee Hooker used to live there, as well as Ike Turner, all kinds of legendary blues artists. And yes, when Bessie Smith was in the car wreck, they brought her there, and she passed away on a bed in first room on the right down the hall, I think, or second room, I can't remember. Anyway, before my wife and I went in the hotel with Zelina, she said, look, I don't allow any pictures to be taken in here, but when we get in the lobby, I want you to look up on the wall at the pictures on the wall in the lobby. The three of us walked into the hotel. I looked up on the wall in the uh, lobby, and I'm going by memory. Tom Petty, Leonard Skinner, Rolling Stones, that'd be Mick Jagger and... Yeah, Keith Richards, they were there. B.B. King, Johnny Shine, Honey Boy Edwards, they were all there at one time or another. But the picture that really surprised me, the picture on the wall at the Riverside Hotel, the one that caught me off guard, John F. Kennedy Jr. John Jr., John F. Kennedy's son. Zelina said he spent like a month there with her grandmother. Yeah. John Jr. loved Zelina's grandma, and Zelina's grandma loved him. She treated him like her own grandson, and he treated her like his own grandmother. 
This is an old black lady in the Mississippi Delta and a rich white blue blood from New England. <laughs> Isn't it great when two points so fucking far away come together like that and how fucking beautiful and magnificent it can really be? Zelina said, God, they would, I was just a, girl but they would stay up to like four in the morning every morning laughing and talking <laughs> i'm standing there in the riverside hotel listening to zelena tell the story and i, I was just so fucking flattered and she shared it with my wife and i you know i really appreciated knowing that history now i'm giving it to you hope that's okay zelena i hope i didn't fuck up your tour speech that's the main thing. If I didn't do that shit, if I got to come down there and cut grass or something to make up for it, I'll just holler at me. Joke Man Productions, LLC, Facebook. Anyway, it's a small world, and if you get a chance to watch Boz Luhrmann's Elvis, according to Lisa Marie before she passed away, that was indeed the most accurate portrayal of who her father actually was and how he started in Mississippi. Maybe I didn't treat you Quite as good as I should have. Kanye Maybe West I made another mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he decided to go ahead and marry his Yeezy designer in a private ceremony. That's right. Kanye West is married again and it's going to last forever. Kanye West has tied the knot with Yeezy designer Blanca Sensory. That's her name, Blanca Sensory. And I guess uh, Kanye was so excited to be nailing this really hot chick. He wrote a song for her last month called Sensory Overload. What the fuck is that? Yeah, sensory overload is an understatement. That was a fucking crash. Are you sure the record wasn't skipping? Folks, I promise you, you give me a tenth of the money you give Kanye West and I'll produce far better fucking more appealing songs. My God, that sucks. Four months, Kanye. I'll give you four fucking months. I'll give you till spring. That's how long this marriage is going to last. Yeah, Kanye and his new wife, they were seen, they were photographed together out dining and it looked like a fast food restaurant. Damn, Kanye. Really? Can't you take your beautiful wife somewhere nice to eat, you piece of shit? I mean, if money's tight, I'm down with it. You're lucky to be eating at all. You eat where you can, but you're... Doesn't she make a good living? Surely somebody could spring for a better meal than what... The Why don't you throw a burrito in a microwave, you stupid ass? Abso-fucking-lutely. I'll throw a burrito in a microwave instead of going to a shitty restaurant. And I'm being serious. Be better than eating at a shitty restaurant because then at least you could both stand in the kitchen naked and eat together. Ooh. 
burrito sex. Have you ever had your ass spanked with a burrito? Me neither, but it's an interesting concept. All right, we got to take a quick break here. Stay right here. We got to get a quick word in for the sponsor of the show. But when we come back, I'm going to tell you about Scott Eisenberg. Remember him? They executed him last night at McAllister, and he was allowed a spiritual advisor in the death chamber. We'll talk about that right after this. Stan the Joe Man Show brought to you by Firemeds Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. Firemeds. Henrietta's farm to pipe bud dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only going to find at FireMeds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly. Wholesale prices to the public on one ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resin. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you, folks, FireMeds, they don't be selling horror weed. Absolutely not. <laughs> No middlemen, you know where your weed's been. Their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main and Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from. I do. Firemeds Family Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. Welcome back to the Stand the Joke Man show. Well, they executed Scott Eisenberg yesterday morning, I believe. I remember the manhunt for that guy. Yeah, it was about 20 years ago. Oh, shit. He was killing anybody he came into contact with. He, he only killed, he was convicted of killing two people, but they believe this guy was psychotic. He didn't care about anybody but himself. He was truly, it was a major warp in the guy's personality. I really do think he had a mental condition, but I don't think he was insane. No, not by any stretch. He was psychotic. He was well aware what he was doing was wrong, but he fucking did it anyway. Scott Eisenberg was allowed a spiritual advisor in the death chamber. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, that's why I give this story. A lot of people have a problem with that. You know who didn't have a problem with that, folks? Having a spiritual advisor in the death chamber? The victims' families. That's right. Family members of Scott Eisenberg's victims are the ones who went to the Department of Corrections and said, please do not deny him a spiritual advisor in the death chamber because he has as much right to God as any of us. And that's true, folks. We forget it sometimes, don't we? Yeah. I hate ideology. I hate it. You know why? Because your ideas are fucking flawed. My ideas are flawed and broken. You know why? We're not perfect. No. So we work with what we got. Problem is, for some folks, that's not enough. No. They got to blame everybody else because they can't get their shit straight. They refuse to learn. This is what you got to work with. Learn how to use it. Ah, but it's just not enough for spoiled children. <clears throat> That's why I read the Old Testament, the New Testament. I even read the Koran. There's subtle man-like differences in there, but for the most part, the Word of God is absolute. I'm not getting off on a sermon here. Don't panic. We're not cut the organ music. No sermon. 
But let me tell you what I love about Methodists and and Presbyterians and and everybody, even non-denominational. Everybody is correct. That's right. Here's the road. We got one for you. This road will get you to God. You know what you're mostly incorrect about? Each other, you arrogant assholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you hadn't even squared away your own shit. But you believe yourself to be wise enough and on target to hurt and damage other people for not believing like you. And it all comes back to that one ingredient you have to have. But I know you don't. Sure. As long as you treat each other like that, you don't have it. One of the reasons why I left the church, the one thing I could never get past is how the number one affected me personally. You know? Well, you don't. But, you know, you're going to find the number one in all those books. One God, one way. Remember? Yeah. Worship is one. We should all be on the same fucking road. But... it's kind of melodramatic, but I always used to say to folks, devil did the most damaging, powerful thing he could have ever done when he was allowed to get in between a bunch of God-fearing men, and he busted them up, broke them up, got them all killing and fighting with one another. I'm right, you're wrong. They really believe it, too. They really fucking believe it because they don't have that ingredient finger pointing and that I'm right, you're wrong. They really believe in their minds that the creator is going to come before us someday and go, yeah, 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 you guys are right the whole time. The rest of you, uh, you're going to hell because you're all a bunch of idiots. How dare you to presume God works like that? Who the fuck do you think you are? Huh? Ignorant as me? Directamundo. <laughs> Arthur Fonzarelli, everybody. Thank you, Fonzie. All right. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios right here in Henrietta, America on Amazon and Spotify. Monday, we're kicking off on Apple, and I am pumped about that, folks. Yeah. All right. You guys have a fabulous weekend. Burn it solid. I'll see you Monday, high noon. Until then. Adios, mi amigos. Bye, queridos.